This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. I see. Uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino. Uh, he likes this jam by war, which is about Cisco Kid uh, that some of you grew up with, the TV series in the early 50s. I only saw it uh, later on in life. It was great. You had the Cisco Kid and you had Pancho. They were like Robin Hood figures, took on the Federales, and they were out there going crisscrossing all throughout Mexico, just like the swagger man with no plan is now. And I want to uh, utilize a cut from the Cisco Kid uh, TV series. By the way, the first ever in color. A lot of people don't know that. And this reminds me of Eric Adams because of what they say. This is exactly Eric Adams. His entourage should be saying, why, Eric Adams, are we looking for trouble here in Mexico when we had plenty of trouble back where we was? Perfect, right? Where we was, back in New York City, which is the epicenter of illegal alien invasion activity. Just go to the Roosevelt Hotel, Eric Adams. It would be a hell of a lot cheaper for us, the taxpayers, and you could talk to the very people that you welcome. But here was Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, speaking in Mexico yesterday, where, quite frankly, so far, in the two days uh, of his visit, he's spending plenty of time being honored, getting all kinds of awards by corrupt uh, Mexican uh, officials, no doubt getting wine dined in pocket line with their pesos. He's been at the nightlife. 
And I wonder how you learning about the invasion of illegal aliens when you're surrounded by these Mexican crooks. We want to give a real picture of what's happening in New York City. We are at capacity and many people believe when you enter New York City, you're going to automatically have a job. You automatically are going to be living in a hotel uh, and there's just a, a, a climate that's there and just not a reality. What do you mean not a reality? Excuse me, you created that image. You can't undo it by a few hours in Mexico, Quito, Ecuador, and Bogota, Colombia, sampling the nightlife, because we know why you're there. So this, I, I have to constantly remind him, because remember, like all politicians, Democrats or Republicans, Eric Adams is banking on the fact that you're all still not. You won't remember what he said five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago, because you're all stupid. But I remember. I'm like an elephant. I never forget. Remember what he said back in August of 2022? Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Uh, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. And how dare any of you suggest that he has done a flip-flop, or as he would call it, a pivot and shift. Don't you know what kind of a mayor he is? In his own words. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. Trust me, we all do at this point. Even those who voted for you, who supported you, some of your advisors at City Hall who rat you out to me, a person they don't like, they realize you're out of control. Can I hear that self-description again of what an incompetent he is and how nobody disagrees with that? You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. And uh, just uh, hours ago, he was with the um, Board of Tourism and Trade of the city of Puebla, which is moving south. So he's on his move south. You're not quite in the Yucatan, but you're moving south in Puebla. And he was reminding all of them, businessmen and businesswomen, that he is the number one CEO of the largest corporation in America. I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. Yeah, yeah. My way. That's swag. Yes, sir. Yeah, right into the ground. I wonder how the guy who had to translate that was able to translate all of that. You know, always at these kind of meetings, you have to speak slow. You have to let your translator get a few of the words. I wonder what the term in Spanish is for swag, although J-Lo would know that because whenever she goes somewhere, she always walks away with swag, that diva of all divas from Castle Hill in the Bronx, graduated Preston High School, legitimately from the Bronx, unlike AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's from uh, Justin Ellick's neck of the woods, Tarrytown Heights, right, where she was Sandra Ocasio. Anyway, I digress. It's interesting because... 
This all goes back to Eric Adams with false pride two weeks ago, attacking Governor Abbott again, who is overwhelmed by the illegal alien invasion and needs relief. Needs relief. We were averaging 400 illegal aliens a day coming into the Port Authority who would then be shuttled across 42nd Street to the Roosevelt Hotel for processing and then outsourced into uh, outlying boroughs and sometimes into upstate communities. So he decided instead of shutting his mouth because Governor Abbott controls the spigot, he doubled down. He called Governor Abbott a madman. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets. What? Wash their laundry sheets? What the hell? They can't, in the hotel room we pay for, they can't actually wash their sheets their underwear and their personal uh, uh, apparel in the bathtub and then hang it up in the bathroom. Come on. Come on, Eric. I mean, it's ridiculous. And also, the socialist uh, mayor at the very same time in Chicago uh, called Abbott a racist, called him a xenophobe, and now Abbott is sending 1,250 illegal aliens there per day as they pound the hound and the greyhound bus. So you mess with Abbott, he just increases the flow. But these guys, they don't care because they don't have to pay for what we do. And then the most ridiculous of all statements, he keeps saying this all along the way of this taxpayer-funded trip. We're paying for everybody going. He claims he's paying for himself. What, with Bitcoin, Crime Coin? We're going to give you an update on that. You don't hear Swagger Man with no plan talking about Bitcoin anymore. Because almost everybody who is in the business is in jail or will soon be going to jail. What's he paying? Paying his fare with Bitcoin, a.k.a. crime coin? Anyway, this is what he says now every step of the way that defies logic. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of the city. That's a lie. Again, the Common Sense Caucus of the city council led by Bob Holden has said there is absolutely no documentation to that. There is nothing in law. There is nothing, no proclamations, no certificates, no speeches that have ever been made that establish that. Let me hear that one more time, Lou. Please, please. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. You schmuck, you putz. If the borders remain open, the mass illegal alien invasion is going to continue. And where do you think they're going to want to go? You think they want to go to Chicago? where you got black people threatening to kill them in their neighborhoods, and rightfully so. I mean, these black people have been told, go to the back of the bus by their socialist black mayor. Or do you think they want to come to New York? I mean, pick your poison, right? And Chicago is poison. Philadelphia is poison. Baltimore, body bag city is poison. Washington, D.C., they even commit crimes against sitting congresspeople carjackings, assaults. So if you're an illegal alien who has an iPhone, a smartphone, which they all do, and you follow the news on Telemundo and Univision, channels 41 and 47, you don't want to go to any of those cities. You want to come to Weber York. Welcome to New York. Not. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Up the Rebels and the Alamo is right there in Staten Island. It is at St. John Vila Academy, the former all-girls Catholic school. Used to have 300. Sold by the Order of Nuns. Purchased by the DOE, Department of Education. uh, Dumbest organization ever. For the purpose of turning it into a public high school. They never did. They immediately tried to convert it to house illegal aliens. They said 300. And they've been going back and forth. The politicians have said their spiels. The lawyers, uh, Lou Marolino and uh, Mark Fonte, have gotten a stay in court. Their final arguments, uh, probably the end of next week, in front of Judge Ozzie, State Supreme Court. And the mayor has cheated. There was a stay on moving anybody in or out of St. John's Villa, but the city of New York cannot be trusted. I've I've told you that. They lie, they lie, they lie, and Eric Adams' complexion is his protection. If all of a sudden you call him a liar, he calls you a racist. He calls you a xenophobe. Whatever whatever the favorite disparaging remark is of the day, and mostly you back off because you don't want to be called a racist, so all of a sudden you go, and you don't fight him. But at St. John's Villa, that is the epicenter of our rebels area, led by grandmothers and mothers. And they were out there last night as the city of New York was sneaking illegal aliens in, bringing them in by four, by eight, by 12. And I joined the rebels because I'm the leader of the rebels all over the city. But in Staten Island, the rebel units are led by John Tobacco, Scott Lebedo. But it's really the grandmothers and mothers who are there around the clock. And this is what it sounded like at 11.30 last night. People are out. Look at all these people here. Look at them. They're all out protesting here because this is the Alamo. 
This is where we stop them right in their tracks before they bring in legal aliens into every neighborhood of the city. All eyes are watching St. John's Villa Academy. The whole world is watching. We either lose the war or we end up with a Mexican standoff there or we win the war there. We can do it. We're on the cusp of winning a victory in court and keeping the illegal aliens out and giving a smackdown to Eric Adams. And this is just a sample of what goes on there at night. And nobody in that neighborhood of Grasmere, a very wealthy neighborhood, a lot of high-end homes, is complaining when the grandmothers and mothers continue their verbal assaults, their noise assaults, and their shining lights and uh, shining uh, flashlights on the facility as the illegal aliens are inside. Try to sleep with that, Justin Ellick, at night. A lot of the illegal aliens, they tell the handlers, get me out of here. Get me back to Manhattan where I have a hotel room where I can walk the streets morning, noon, and night. I can ride my motorbike, my Vespa. I can smoke my weed, drink my cerveza. And nobody cares. They may complain, but they're not like those folks at St. John's Villa Academy. Up the rebels. Wow. Mexican standoff continues. Meantime, while all that goes on, and that's every day, and likewise in tag team fashion outside of the long-term senior citizen housing uh, that was turned into a migrant center, they kicked all the senior citizens out, including the greatest generations, veterans of World War II and the Korean War. Uh, there are residents of Midland Beach who are out there every night for the same purpose. They haven't tried to sneak any more illegal aliens in. Remember the last time, 10 got arrested, and many more are willing to be arrested. And they have the half marathon this Sunday, and they got to go right past that facility, which is like in Checkpoint Charlie, and wait till people see the turnout of the local neighbors there to greet the half marathoners, but also educate them about the occupation of their neighborhood by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And then let's tell you of the main story that has not been given the kind of recognition that it needs. In fact, I believe that uh, Borough President Vito Fasella may have just finished a press conference outside of the Ramada Inn on North Gannon Avenue. Actually, it's the old Victory Inn. You take the Victory Boulevard exit off the Staten Island Expressway, and you're right there. It's a little, a little hovel, like 35 rooms, no-tell motel, and immediately was con- uh, converted into illegal alien housing. Massive amounts of money are paid to the LLC that hides. They, they, the owners hide behind an LLC. Nancy, my wife, the attorney, is doing the deep dive on who are the owners and operators of what is a drug house now. I'll explain in a second. Uh, you pay $80 a room a night for that dive that has been turned into a crystal meth house. Uh, the night before, and we're not quite sure who made the bust of drugs, not individuals, of uh, drugs. Somebody walked into one of the rooms from law enforcement, and in a duffel bag, they seized one pound of crystal meth. One pound. 
The room had been given to an illegal alien for his use, family's use. I don't know yet. They won't give the information. You see, there's no transparency when it comes to illegal aliens. They can't be deported. They're untouchables. They're asylum seekers. And now they're dealing meth, crystal meth. You know how dangerous that is? I don't know, Justin Alec. Uh, in the streets, you get an eight ball of meth, right? That's an eighth of an ounce. Man, that's deadly. That's deadly. Crystal meth. They pipe it up. That's why in the Midwest, it's the drug of choice, not crack. That's why you can't buy Sudafed any longer off the rack. You got to sign for it and all that. They used to make crystal meth right in the back of a van in a barn in the heartland of America. People use meth here. They're meth heads. They like scratch on the ground. They go absolutely out of their minds. And they're running a meth selling operation. Out of that Ramada Inn. And wait a second. Drugs? I thought these uh, illegal aliens are not drug dealers. They're not part of the narco-terrorists. That, that no-tell motel, that Ramada Inn must be shut down now. It is a drug den. And you go from crystal meth, which is used for a variety of reasons by a variety of people. But I guarantee you, they're going to be selling it to the kids there. And we're not going to allow that over our dead bodies. It ain't happening. They ain't bringing, they ain't bringing no crystal meth uh, laboratory into one of these no-tell motels. And then a little further away in Travis, there are two locations. It's like the wild, wild west. It's the Holiday Inn Express and Comfort Inn. And all the illegal aliens, they hang out there, unlicensed drivers in cars with plates, Slam into parking cars. They just end up hitting the wall. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. The cops tell me there's nothing they could do. Nothing they can do. It's almost like that scene. Remember Wrong Way Lou Rufino with Cheech and Chong when they were stopped by the police? Because this is what it's become. They don't take their cars. They don't arrest them. They don't deport them. They don't inform Limigre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. They don't inform ICE. And the chaos continues. It's just like a scene out of Cheech and Chong. Can I see your license, sir? What? Your license. Where's your license? It's on the bumper, man, back there, man. No, I mean your driver's license. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got my driver's license, man. <laughs> I just thought it was so real funny, man. Hey, your mama. <laughs> Sir, what is your name? What? What? What's your name? Isn't it on there on the license, man? Yeah, that's it. Pedro de Pacas, man. That's my name. <laughs> uh, just wait here a minute, huh? Okay. Hey, hurry back. I meet you already, darling. Come on, man. I got you really dope, man. Don't act a fool. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, how long does this last? And what is your name, sir? You scared me. Well, I told you my name, man. Sir, what's your name? Hey, what's your name, man? The dude wants to know your name, man. Uh, his name is Ralph, man.
Now, we can laugh at that Cheech and Chong scene from so many years ago. That's what's happening on Staten Island. Staten Island is the battleground. And you say to yourself, and I'm very familiar because I've seen all of the no-tell motels, holiday inns without the express that have been converted into illegal alien shelters. St. John's Avila, obviously the senior citizen long-term nursing home in which all the veterans were kicked out, all the senior citizen Americans were kicked out to make way for illegal aliens. In fact, uh, Noam had the story on in Queens where they kicked out the American homeless out of a hotel to make room for the illegal aliens and told the homeless, well, we're going to assign you to shelters in Brooklyn, in Staten Island. Some of them veterans, they have a curfew. They have to go through a metal detector when they're American homeless. In shelters, they're in a dormitory with eight other guys. They get wanded. They get searched. They can't bring drugs in. They can't bring alcohol in. There are strict procedures, not always adhered to, as they should be, but they are in place. You know when you're going to go to a shelter for Americans, for locals, you're going to have to go through a metal detector. You're going to have to be wanded. They're going to search you for drugs, drug paraphernalia, any kind of weapons, no alcohol, no drugs of any type. And if you're not in by 10 o'clock at night, you could have been a veteran serving us in peacetime and wartime in a valorous way, in a patriotic way. You don't get in by 10 o'clock at night, just like the shelter on Wards Island where you catch the bus from 125th and Lex with all the dope fiends and drug dealers and the stick-up kids there and no police. You don't get into your shelter by 10 o'clock at night. You're an American. You lose your bed. Illegal aliens, they have no curfew at none of these places. No metal detectors. Nobody gets wanted. Nobody gets searched. They bring drugs in. They bring cerveza in. They bring alcohol in. Now they're bringing in a pound of crystal meth. And they won't even tell us who the bad hombre is. They tell us that's restricted information. They're asylum seekers. It's for us to know, not for you to know. Mind your own business. To hell it is. That place is going to be closed down. I'm telling you right now. We will picket that Ramada Inn on North Gannon Avenue that has been turned into a drug house by illegal aliens. And I will tell you the other thing. Staten Island D.A. McMahon, you ambulance chaser, where crime is going through the roof in all of Staten Island, North Shore, Mid-Island, South Shore. You better do something about that drug house or we're bringing a demonstration outside of your offices right there in the North Shore behind Borough Hall. This is an absolute outrage. And we can't even find out who's running the drug house of Crystal Matt, these illegal aliens, And who's making the money? We're going to find out. We're going to bring it to all of you because your city will not depend on WABC, the demolition wrecking team of Sliwa and Sliwa, Curtis Sliwa and Nancy Sliwa. And we will keep you all informed of how we stop this invasion because the politicians won't. The people will have to. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa.
liar, liar, Sam Bankman Free. As I say, never trust anybody with three names. He makes Bernie Madoff look like he was stealing tip money out of a tip jar at Starbucks. Billions and billions. This kid who looks like he fell out of a bunk at summer camp in a drug-induced psychosis. Who was polyamorous. A freak. Coming out of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant and ripping you off. With Bitcoin that became crime coin and what many of them call Sam coin. Well, he's uh, uh, under uh, 50,000 different federal charges for scamming close to $38 billion from investors. But about a year ago, he was the golden calf. He could do no wrong. This is when everyone was praising Bitcoin and FTX. And Tom Brady got paid $55 million for lending his name to the scam. Nothing happens to Tom Brady, right? He should give it all back, and they should fine him for that. But remember when Sam Bankman Freed was the guy who was going to lead you to making a fortune. How did you do this so quickly? I mean, your company is two years old, and you're doing something like $400 billion worth of volume per month, which is 25 times what you did a year ago. How did you get the uptake uh, at scale so fast? You know, it, it was really just a lot of small things put together, a lot of decisions that we've made around how to build the product, trying to be as responsive as we can to customers, to regulators, to counterparties. And, you know, uh, you know, honestly, from our perspective, it's it sometimes feels like the world is just going sort of in slow motion around us and that we're going at, you know, about an average speed by our standards. Oh, you have such a wonderful young man coming out of Palo Alto. He's a mameluke who is protected by his mother and father who who actually at Stanford University teach integrity and in law. <laughs> the evil seed didn't fall, fall far from the mother and father, those crooks. And then when the Fed started moving in on him, Sam Bankman-Fried, remember what he said? He says, this is not going to be good for anyone if we implode. You said FTX has a responsibility to seriously consider stepping into the time to save companies. Why did you have that sense of responsibility? It's not going to be good for anyone long term. If we have real pain, if we have like real blowouts and uh, and it's not fair to customers and uh, it's not going to be good for regulation, it, like, it's not going to be good for anything. And, and so from a longer term perspective, it's just that was what was important for for the ecosystem is what was important for customers and was what was important for people to be able to operate in the ecosystem without being terrified that unknown unknowns were going to blow them up somehow. Oh, really, right? And then his very dear friend who financed him in the business of crime coin, uh, crime coin, uh, cryptocurrency, which is a Ponzi scheme, and blockchain, which is crime chain, was Chang Pen Zhao. And boy, did he distance himself quick from Sam Bankman-Free. On a very personal basis, how you think about Sam, and, and the reason I ask is I think at some point, obviously, you were friends, you were his original investor in all of this. Can you fathom that yeah. he lied to you like this, if that's the case? 
Yeah, so I'm very shocked that I, I I obviously did not know him until about a week or so ago. Um, so I'm I'm just shocked. Um, I'm I'm shocked that you know he lied to everybody. You didn't know him till a week ago. I didn't know what kind of person. I didn't know that he lied to everybody until a week a week ago. Listen, this guy soon is going to be in jail. And then the guy who was promoting Bitcoin, a.k.a. Crime Coin, the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams. I am the first mayor to receive my first three paychecks in crypto. I believe that New York City can be the global hub for cryptocurrency. We cannot let this opportunity pass us by. Crypto is here to stay, and New York City is ready for it. Really? How come you never mention it anymore? What a scam artist you are, Eric Adams. Who greased you to keep saying that? 